Welcome to Awario Marketing Talk, a podcast where we uncover digital marketing secrets. Hi everyone, my name is Alina and this is Awario Marketing Talks. Today I want to talk with you about the marketing campaigns that brought unexpectedly good results. These are the ones that were underestimated by society, the ones that confused the public and yet came out as winners. I won't be alone on this podcast, thankfully. Our social media marketer Anna is right here with me. Hi, yes, this is me. I'm a various social media marketing manager and I love to talk about marketing campaigns, so I'm really excited to join you here today. Does this mean you want to start? Yeah, sure. So my first example of the misunderstood campaign is Gillette's marketing campaign of 2019. Maybe you remember the ad, we believe the best man can get. Before that, their slogan was the best man can be, so it's a play on words. If you haven't seen this ad, I suggest you look it up on YouTube right now. When you do, you will notice that the Gillette's ad is one of the most disliked videos on YouTube ever. At this point, it has 1.6 million dislikes and only about 800,000 likes. Oh, I remember man getting ridiculously angry over this ad. It went viral for all the wrong reasons. Yes, and uh, while men love getting angry at stupid stuff, I think that was not the case here. Here is why they got angry. The ad criticized men for various behaviors and challenged men to do better. As you might imagine, men didn't enjoy being criticized and challenged. But, as you pointed out, it still went viral. Yeah, but uh, many people said that Gillette attacked their target audience. That's the thing. I don't believe men were actually the target audience for that ad. I think it was women. Think about that. The backlash from men was quite predictable. But women did like the ad, and who buys more expensive phrases? And not to be sexist, but who still does the shopping in most families? It's women. Yeah, this makes sense, but why would Gillette suddenly refocus their target audience in favor of women while using their primary customers as a pond? Well, if we look back a little bit, we see that Gillette lost 20% of their market share over the past decade. Low-priced competitors such as Dollar Shave Club and Harris joined their market and both of them targeted men. Gillette had to refocus. I see. Okay, so what are the lessons of this marketing campaign? Let's derive some marketing conclusions from their experience. Uh, Well, I'd say it's all about the target audience. Sometimes marketers get stuck trying to please their existing target audience. When this happens, it makes sense to research the market again and see if there is another audience that might benefit from your product. And if you find one, keep in mind that while attracting new customers, you might alienate some of your existing ones. So do your best to calculate the extent of potential risks and potential profits. Right, this was a great example of a not obviously effective marketing campaign. I can't wait to now tell you and our listeners about mine. Go on. So this example comes from the Russian branch of Reebok. Ooh, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, I'm sure it's familiar to every Russian-speaking young adult and to some marketing jigs. And the campaign that I'm here to talk about was just as misunderstood but ridiculously effective. So. Reba had this whole campaign promoting female empowerment. It was a worldwide campaign that worked with local influencers and local messaging. In Russia, the social media campaign used a hashtag that roughly translated as out of control. 
It involved local female role models such as a mixed martial artist and a champion jiu-jitsu fighter and a feminist online influencer. She was featured in a photo with the caption that translates to English as Stop sitting on the needle of male approval, start sitting on men's faces. Whoa! I think in English version the slogans said something along the lines of Never apologize for being strong. Exactly, you can imagine the shock that the internet users experienced. Men and women alike felt offended. Men perceived the ad as sexist towards them, while women argued that the ad still tells them what to do, just in a different way. Most people agreed its sexual message went too far. But you mentioned that the campaign was actually effective, so was there anything good about that? Yeah, the thing is that for weeks Reebok's slogan was the only topic on social media. Memes, parodies, jokes circled the Russian part of the internet. A year later, which is now, some still recall the slogan. Uh, and what happened to the campaign? Well, due to the backlash, the company took down the most scandalous part of the out-of-control campaign. Notice the irony here. They also fired the brand's marketing director and the creator of the campaign, or he resigned due to the backlash that remains unclear. Sometime later, he made a video where he broke down uh, how the goal for Reebok's campaign was to make young Russian adults talk about it. How the young audience couldn't care less about Reebok before the new uh, slogan hit the internet. Uh, so the campaign actually achieved every goal that was set before them. That is so unfair then that he got fired. Yeah, he fell victim to his own genius, allowing the company to build on his success and save the face by firing him. So what's the lesson here? Don't use sex if you don't want to get fired? There is a grain of truth in it, uh, but also I think the main lesson here is something that might seem obvious, but which still happens to companies, and it is that using sex ads in products that have very little to do with sex is a desperate measure, and it's very likely to offend people. Yet, if your brand is becoming forgotten, copying your competitors' tactics will get you nowhere. You need to go viral, and a combination of humor and a sexual message does this best. Yeah, so you said that Reebok's goal was to reach younger audience. Is there an example of an effective marketing campaign that doesn't use sex to attract younger people? Yeah, sure, that's not the only thing that interests us. <laughs> uh, and, I kid you not, there is one from the British Army. Whoa, I wouldn't call it a popular brand. Yeah, exactly, but they still need to attract their target audience, young British adults. So, how did they approach this task? Okay, think about all the stereotypes that surround young millennials and Gen Zs. They are believed to be egoistic, addicted to phones and gaming, easily offended, trapped in boring jobs while believing to be special. They're called snowflakes and other pretty offensive nicknames. God, I'm getting angry even hearing this. Right? Uh, so, the campaign creators from the British Army took these stereotypes and they used them from a positive angle. Is it even possible? Yeah, they turned to the younger generation and told them that their skills are exactly what's needed in the army. Oh, that's pretty counterintuitive. Surely being addicted to phones and easily offended doesn't make you a good soldier. Yeah, but listen to this. Snowflakes, your army needs your compassion. This sounds powerful. It does. So they created posters that had these kind of sayings to them. And these weren't the only thing. 
TV adverts targeted people stuck at jobs they don't enjoy and showed how qualities and habits that are usually considered a weakness are seen as a strength by the army. The campaign, of course, did face a lot of criticism. Some found it insulting, but it definitely hit the spot. Applications to join the army doubled in the first month of the campaign. Wow. And this was all caused by thinking outside of social stereotypes. Yes, the marketing lesson here is exactly that one. If you want to attract some kind of an audience, you have to do extensive market research, talk to different kinds of people and ask questions, and then try to look at the situation from your buyer persona's perspective. How did they become who they are? What are the benefits to who they are? What are the challenges they have to overcome? So what's your next example? I think we only have the time for one more. Uh, right. Well, I think I have a good one. Sometimes you have to offend some people to make an ad. Sometimes you have to embrace the stereotypes and perform a mental shift in how you see a generation. And sometimes you just take a vegan sausage roll and make it an internet sensation. This sounds exciting. This is the success story of Drex, a British bakery chain famous mostly for being affordable. What makes this campaign stand out is that their success was pretty accidental, it wasn't planned at first, but their smart marketing managers made it work last minute. So when Grex released a vegan sausage roll, they made a marketing campaign out of it. That's a good enough reason for a marketing campaign. That's a whole vegan sausage roll. <laughs> Yeah, I think so too. So their initial marketing campaign looked like this. They released a video on social media, which was the parody of the videos that Apple and other high-tech companies make when they release a new iPhone or something. It was titled The Wait Is Over, and the creators showed off the characteristics, so to say, of the new vegan sausage roll. The video became popular straight away. But what really made it viral was a tweet from Peace Morgan, a former tabloid editor and UK breakfast TV host with 6.5 million Twitter followers. He tweeted, and brace yourself for my best Peace Morgan impression, nobody was waiting for a vegan bloody sausage, you PC ravaged clowns. Whatever that means, surely vegan has nothing to do with political correctness. Uh, so that wasn't something the marketers could have planned for the campaign, but the company responded right away. Oh, hello, Pierce. We've been expecting you. This tiny interaction on Twitter got in summary almost 50,000 likes. This event attracted a large social media following, and the vegan sausage roll became a very popular product. In the first seven weeks after the vegan sausage roll release, Greg's jumped in sales by 9.7%. Well, this is a total success, as is your British impression. Uh, but <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> sure. Which lesson do we have here? More, make more vegan products for, you know, tabloid editors to despise? Well, I'm always for more vegan products and making the tabloid editors angry, but actually not. The lesson here is to not take your brand too seriously. Have fun with your marketing tactics, especially on social media, and respond to negative comments with humor whenever it's appropriate. As usual. The okay, that was it for today. Hope you liked our examples and learned something from them. Namely, that marketing campaigns can be courageous and exciting, and even if they seem like a disaster at a first glance, behind the curtains they can still be very effective. 
I feel like this is also a good place to let you know that we found the marketing campaigns with Averio by monitoring all these brands on social media. And this is also how we know the public's reaction to them. Exactly. No matter how risky is the campaign you're planning, you can always use a Vario to monitor the buzz around it. Yeah, so get out there and sign up for the free Avarius trial. This was Anna and Alina from Avario for Avarius Marketing Talks. Thank you for listening to Avario Marketing Talk. Hit the subscribe button if you are new to our talks. If you are a long-term listener, do not forget to like, comment and share. Leave the questions down below if you want us to cover some specific topic. Stay tuned for our updates.